Jack to too hot to handle, too cold to hold. Ladies and gentlemen, we have a very, very special guest. Miss Aria Rich, Rockets fangirl of the Fangirl Sports Network, joins us now. Aria, how's it going today? Hi, good. How are you? Thanks so much for having me today. Well, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, I know you are in Los Angeles, California. Is that correct? Yes, that's correct. How do you like living in Hollywood? You know, I, I love it here. I have a lot of family here. Um, so, you know, it's, it's great. I'm originally from Boston. Uh, that's where I grew up, but been living in L.A. for about five years now. Uh, so this is where I call home now. So you're from Boston. You live in Los Angeles. How did you become a Rockets fan? How did that come about? You know, I, I so I grew up as a triplet, actually, with two brothers. And I always was, you know, playing sports with them in the backyard. They got me really passionate about sports. And, you know, growing up, I've just been a huge sports fan with, you know, any sport, MLB, NBA, NFL. Um, and I've always loved talking about it and being in that atmosphere. I used to work in the NFL uh, for the New England Patriots. Um, wow. And working in sports is something that I've always wanted to do and something that I'm really passionate about. And obviously the Rockets is, you know, an amazing team and it's such a privilege to be able to, you know, support them and cover them and create all this news for them daily for all their fans. They're definitely getting all of us excited, but before we get into the Rockets, I'd like our listeners to get to know a little bit more about you first. So I was just wondering, Aria Rich, Rockets fangirl, if you wouldn't mind walking us through an unusual day in the life of Aria Rich. <laughs> That's pretty funny, you know. I feel like uh, most of my days here kind of go unpredictable. You know, there's always, like, funny stuff happening. But, you know, most of my days are really centered around, um, you know, I do hosting and um, TV hosting a little bit. So I do some of that. But, you know, I, especially during NBA season, you know, I'm really just watching games and getting to know, you know, what players are out there to look out for. Um and really just getting involved in that community. Uh, so for Fangirl Sports Network, that's who I work for right now. Um, we were created by our founder, Tracy Sandler, also known as the 49ers Fangirl. We cover the NBA and the NFL. Um, and, you know, we're a group of like-minded women who just love sports. We love talking about sports. Um, and we love being that go-to source for people to go to to see, you know, day in the life of a sports fan, of a sports reporter or a sports blogger. Um, and so it's really a privilege to be a part of that community. Um, so for me, covering the Rockets, you know, I'm constantly looking at, you know, updates. I'm interviewing players. I recently just interviewed Brandon Wright. Um, he's no longer with the Rockets right now, but... Um, you know, due to his knee injury, I'm sure you guys heard about that. Yeah, um, sad to see him go. Yeah, so, you know, I guess the day in the life of me, you know, is just, you know, getting really acclimated with what's going on in sports, what's going on with the Rockets, and, you know, having having fun doing it. Um, and obviously talking to you guys, having, you know, different <laughs> interviews, talking to other people about sports. I just, I, I love always talking about sports and being a part of that. Well, we love that you were able to carve out some time for us. Um, Aria, we saw the Rockets get their first win of the postseason Sunday night. It wasn't, it didn't go exactly according to plan. 
Uh, it was a narrow victory, uh, a three-point win. Uh, the Rockets haven't really played a meaningful game in a long time, you know, because they have locked up home field advantage and really did coast into the postseason. I'm just curious, was rust a concern for you with, you know, the lack of meaningful games and Dan Tony deciding to rest some of his star players down the stretch? Were you worried about rust going into the playoffs? And after that close game last night, are you still worried about rust on these players? You know, I wasn't I wasn't worried, you know, going into the game. And then obviously, as the game played out, you know, we didn't really see typical performance by a lot of the players. Um, You know, one example would be Chris Paul. Uh, You know, he only had 14 points, five for 14 from the floor, four assists. Uh, six turnovers, and at the end of the game, we see this full-court pass that he throws out of bounds that could have cost him the game. Yeah, Um, since you brought that up, what was that about? Is there any way you can make any sense out of what happened in the final 10 seconds? Right, and you know, a lot of people were saying that Chris Paul just wasn't in Houston last night, and you know, I really hope tomorrow, you know, we see more of his typical um, because I think that you know, that's key in order to winning tomorrow and, you know, just playing a great game. Um, I mean, obviously, James Harden had a sensational performance, uh, 44 points, 25 in the second half and 13 in the fourth quarter. Um, you know, he really took over that game and showed us that he deserves MVP. And I know Stephen A. Smith was there and, you know, he talked all night about how Harden was, you know, just, you know, just so amazing to just watch you know you watch this guy he's on another level um and so he did a great performance capella did a great job as well uh trevor ariza played great defense um but i think you know it was such a close game i think you know for tomorrow the rockets really need to step it up um and i think the timberwolves you know they're obviously the underdog in this they haven't been in the playoffs since 2004 you know they're hungry they're they're ready and ready to go um you know hopefully for them perhaps uh anthony towns you know we could see more from him he played 40 minutes in the game yet he only scored eight points and only attempted nine shots so i think for them it's the key for you know coach tom thibodeau to you know have a more active on the floor and he even said after the game, you know, uh, Towns needs to run the floor more. So it'll be interesting to see tomorrow. It'll be really interesting to see. And, you know, as a sports fan, it's just exciting to see the Timberwolves do this because they, you know, they haven't been in the playoffs for so long. And it's exciting to see what they're going to bring to the table. And after last night, or after Sunday night's game, rather, um, it'll be interesting to see tomorrow's game. Absolutely. As a sports fan, it's always good to see teams and cities that historically or over recent years haven't been competitive it's always great to see them back in the playoffs the timberwolves back after you know quite a quite a bad stretch there yeah and uh speaking of Stephen a smith uh i don't know how you feel about him but i like the guy but it just seems that whenever Stephen a smith is in houston something bad 
happens. And I know that Rockets got away with a win last night, but uh, like you said, Chris Ball was missing, all right? Uh, we saw him on the back of milk cartons. He was not there. And we saw the same thing in the Rockets' last playoff game last year against the Spurs with James Harden. And I'm willing to bet Stephen A. was there, too. So I have the sneaking suspicion Stephen A. is great. He turns out limitless content. He's always bringing the fire. Yet the guy's getting up there in years, and you can't tell. There is something happening. I think there's something going on. It's it's inhuman. Stephen A., somehow, when he's in the presence of these great players, he has to draw his strength, his energy from somewhere. I don't know. I, I don't know if you're into voodoo or witchcraft or things like that. But it's Stephen A. Smith, I think, somehow is sapping the life out of these star players. Now, I don't know if your company wants you commenting on stuff like that, but... I, I just had to say it. I had to get that off my chest here. It's a no comment. You know, it for sure, it for sure is an interesting coincidence. Um, but I love Stephen A. Smith. You know, I've, I followed him for a very long time, and I'm always listening to his podcast. Um, you know, and he, he always brings such a great character to um, all of his podcasts. But, you know, yeah, I enjoy listening to him. And, um, you know, it's interesting you brought that up because it is a – pretty funny coincidence yeah it is and uh i don't i for one don't believe in coincidences <laughs> well tomorrow you know it should be definitely interesting um you know i know a lot of people are saying in order for the timberwolves to really um you know go against the rockets tomorrow and give them another run for their money you know they should put butler and crawford in together because i think them together would be a threat if they want to defend harden um, you know, Harden is just really hard to defend, and right now he's a little unstoppable. Um, yeah, if James isn't going to get the support from the other role players like he didn't have last night, uh, he almost has to go for at least 40 points per game uh, if the Rockets want to get to an NBA Finals. So, Aria, I'm going to pass you off to one of our co-hosts, uh, Mr. Keith Quigley. He's got a question here for you. Okay. Hey, Aria, how are you doing? Hi, how are you? I'm doing all right. Uh, it's interesting you brought up the Timberwolves because I don't think uh, most people know uh, the Rockets actually probably had the worst draw in the playoffs for an eight seed. They used they, The Timberwolves, before Jimmy Butler went down for about 22 games, was the third seed. The Rockets got a bad draw. Who do you think needs to step up? Besides Chris Paul, obviously. Who do you think needs to step up and be the X factor? Um, you know, Trevor Ariza, I'd like to see more from him, maybe more from P.J. Tucker. Um, you know, Ariza plays great defense. Uh, Eric Gordon, you know, maybe see more from him. Um, I think who really stole the show on Sunday was Capella and Harden. Agreed. You know, they're they're a great team, and you know, I think we just need to see more from the other players. You know, offensively, we need to really step it up. Yeah, yeah, especially hitting those open threes. I mean, PJ Tucker, Ariza, and Gordon need to all start knocking them down more. So Definitely. I agree with you, and I think uh, one of our other co-hosts, uh, Juggalo Trey, uh, Trey has a uh, question for you also. So I'm going to pass you over back to him. Great. Hi, um, I'm Trey. Uh, <laughs> overall, this is more just of a sports, qu a basketball question in general, but uh, who would be your pick for coach of the year so far? I myself would go with um, Brown from the Sixers, but I just wanted to know your take. Um, you know, obviously the Rockets coach, you know, Mike um, he's led this team all season, you know, they've, they've done great all season and I, I see him all the way. Yeah. Mike D'Antoni is definitely a favorite. Um, I really like Brett Brown for what he's 
done for Philadelphia, being able to turn them around. But obviously Mike D'Antoni getting a lot out of that offense, definitely a contender. For sure. And, you know, I think him and Harden are a great team. And, um, you know, I like, you know, everything that he's been having them do. And, um, you know, you listen to him in these press conferences after the game. And, um, you know, I, I think he's done a great job this season. I do, too. I think um, I think he for me, he's probably the runner up behind Brown, because obviously what Brett Brown has done with the Sixers, turning around a, a team that that was garbage and taking them to the third seed definitely going to get a lot of votes but overall another question i had for you um who do you think is the best player coming off the bench for the houston rockets Hmm, tough question you know they all help each other and you know i think what's interesting is you know Stephen a smith even mentioned that you know harden he's mvp but he also is in the MVP running because of who he plays with, his teammates. You know, his teammates also make him great. You know, they're constantly, you know, helping him, you know, score baskets. You know, they're, they're his right hand. And, you know, I, I think, you know, maybe Capella. Capella, you know, he's been doing a great job. Chris Paul, you know, I, I thought he was my favorite, but I was kind of disappointed in his performance on Sunday. Right. Um, who would you say is your favorite? Well, coming off the bench, I guess I'm going to go with, um, you know, their, their bench is a little bit more depleted. But um, just overall, on the starting in the starting five, you obviously got to go Harden. He's the MVP this year. But coming off the bench, I'd probably say uh, Gordon, maybe, if he's coming, you know, because he's six-man-of-the-year contender always. So I'd say Gordon's definitely right. Uh, X factor coming off the bench if he's not hurt. So yeah, and you know he had a great steal on Sunday. Yeah, yeah, um, of course. And you know, I'm hoping to see you know more of those type of plays from him tomorrow. Um, yeah, Harden, you know, he's just on another level than a lot of other players. And I was listening to his interviews on Sunday, and you know, he mentioned that he was in the court late the night before practicing his shoots and who knows if other players are really taking that time to really do that practice. I mean, he's really invested in this and you can tell by his performance, you know, other players are just, you know, you watch their faces when he shoots these baskets and they're just in awe. So you think Um, we're seeing a different James Harden than we saw last year in game six against the Spurs. You're not, we're seeing, we're not going to see the, the guy who, who missed all those open shots and, like, uh, you, you think this is a different James Harden this year in the playoffs? I think so. And, you know, the combination of his step-back threes and one-on-one situations, uh, you know, the way he just plays is just, it's it's been sensational. And it's just great basketball to watch. You know, it's great to watch, even if you're not a Rockets fan, it's, it's great to watch a player play like this and, you know, see how he plays. And, um, you know, if anybody that loves basketball, I think it's just, great to watch him um you know even my family in boston they're obviously celtics fans of course they they love watching Harden play because he's just so good he is fun to watch he, you definitely know he's a threat to make big shots but um we haven't seen it in the playoffs so hopefully a changing of the guard for rockets fan um i'm gonna give the phone back to jake now Hey, Aria, this is uh, Bill Shakespeare again, and I just had a couple of more questions. So last night's win, it was an ugly one. So I'm just curious, did the Rockets couldn't have played any worse 
I'm just wondering, does that game last night, does that make you feel better about the Rockets knowing they played a poor game and still won? Or does that make you more concerned about better competition down the road here in the playoffs? You know, it doesn't make me concerned. You know, I think, you know, it's never going to be a perfect season. I think, you know, there's going to be some mishaps here and there. And, you know, I think it actually could be a blessing because now – you know, they're, they're hungry to do better. They're hungry to not, you know, make mistakes. You know? They're, they know that they have to step it up. And I think tomorrow, you know, we're going to see that. Um, Harden, you know, mentioned in his press conference that, you know, a win is a win. All we really need is a win. And in the playoffs, it, you know, he was saying it doesn't really matter about uh, mediocre performances. All that matters is trying to get the win, um, which is interesting that he said that, I thought, Um but, you know, they are going to come back hungry tomorrow, and I think that they're all going to be more on top of their game, especially, hopefully, uh, CP3. I'm really hoping that we see more of a typical performance. Well, us here in Houston, we're definitely hoping that they've got their feet wet and should be more acclimated to uh, playing high-competition games. So my last question for you, it's a bit off-topic. It's a little wacky. Uh, true or false, Tony Stewart is a murderer. Go. Jesus Christ. <laughs> um, very interesting question. Did you say he's a murderer? Yes, a murderer. Uh, I don't know if you know what I'm referring to, but uh, there was a couple of years ago, uh, Tony Stewart, uh, during a race, uh, uh, an aggravated driver got stepped out of his car, uh, was walking uh, on the track. Tony Stewart uh, hit and killed the young man. Uh just based on my opinion, it looked like he swerved and, and turned into the happened. kid. Yeah. Uh, I'm, ju- I'm just curious. <laughs> it's, it's just the big deal. You know, just in your opinion, uh, is it fair to call him a murderer? You know, um, good question. You know, I think, you know, obviously this is going to a court case. So I think once they have all the evidence leading up to that and, you know, we're provided with everything that happened, um, you know, we'll see, but you know, I'm not. I'm not sure, honestly. Um, just I hope say not. No. Just, that's that's fair. No. That's just fair. No. I mean, I respect question. it. You need. You, you you'd like to have all the information before you make a, out of left field. a call like that. Uh, if I could, I, I just just to give you more information. I believe uh, it was settled outside of court. Uh, does that sound like the behavior of an innocent man? You know, it it doesn't. Um, you know, I'm all about positive and. Uh, you know, um, I don't. I don't believe in uh, you know fighting back. So yeah. So Tony Stewart's a murderer. Turn, turn the other not. cheek, right? All right. Well, thank you so much, Aria. Um, sure. You, you, and, um, yeah. Before I hang up, I just wanted to let you guys know that um, you know you can follow my other fangirls who cover the other teams. Um, for Fangirl Sports Network. Um, if you go to fangirlsportsnetwork.com, that has all of our information. Um, we have weekly videos that we come out with. We have one tomorrow called The Score. Um, so if you're interested in, you know, seeing up-to-date things on the playoffs and other teams that we cover, um, you know, that's a great resource for everybody to go to to watch. Um, and we have weekly fun videos. Um so, yeah, check us out, fangirlsportsnetwork.com. We're on Twitter and Instagram as well and Facebook. 
All right, and I have checked out the score on your website, fangirlsportsnetwork.com, under the NBA Fangirls. That's always a wealth of information, and it seems like you guys get along really well. Uh, Aria, if you wouldn't mind just sharing with our audience uh, how they can find you, follow you on Twitter and other social media platforms that you're on. Yeah, absolutely. So on Instagram and Twitter, my handle is RocketsFGSN. And on Facebook, um, it's Rockets Space FGSN. All right. Listen to her. She knows her stuff probably more so than we do. If she ever starts a podcast, we're in trouble. Thank you so much, Aria. It was a pleasure having you on today. Yeah, it was a pleasure speaking to you, and thank you so much. And, yeah, hopefully tomorrow we'll see a better game, and I'm looking forward to it. We are, too. Thanks again for stopping by. We'll talk to you next time. All right. Thank you. Take care. All right. You, too. Ladies and gentlemen, that was Aria Rich of the Fangirl Sports Network. Coming up next, we'll shift to the NFL. Des Bryant. Des a new team. End up. Your mic is, like, like going in and out. Oh, yeah. I... You gotta speak into the mic. Yeah, you gotta speak into Testing the mic. Testing one, two, three. Yeah, there you go. There you go. I'm good now. This is a great song. Because I can't hear myself. All right, so Des Bryant, <laughs> bit of a hot button character. Uh, Where is he gonna end up? Can he remain in the Lone Star State? We'll discuss that for a few minutes next, right here on Too Hot to Handle, Too Cold to Hold. All those times I said that I love you.